And this is for you, forward and backwards, are these two buttons. Um, I spoke in this room before, serving, but where is where's better for people to stand over there? Or? You like to walk around, right? Yeah, but I think it, sort of minimum in this room. Yeah. I, I mean, anything, anything you want. It's yeah. uh, yeah. not What's better for the group? Yeah. Is this, is this on? This is just for the recording, right? Dina, this is just for the recording. No, no. So it's on, right? It's on. Yes, it is. Let me just yeah. grab everybody.
So we're very honored and privileged today to have a really, really special guest speaker who is internationally known, Dr. Skip Burkle, as he goes by, even though it says Frederick. And uh, I won't go through his whole CV because it would take me several hours. in the next decade country and vice versa okay so I really you'll see that as abruptly change Nationally, because you're not used to working, even though Orange County and you see a poor population and all the rest, uh, it's a lot different when you're really dealing with a, a resource-constrained or resource-poor environment. You're also dealing with a totally different culture, a humanitarian community, all right? That was embarrassing, okay? And there were a lot of people like yourselves who actually ended up their capability. There were EM reputations. Okay. Right. Um, and if research on those things, but all of my my um, time has been spent in global uh, uh, crises primarily related to war. Right. Um, so we're going to go through quick. 
you say, where is this going? New term, this established term in our field. Okay, uh, was Katrina a public health emergency? Yes. Was Sandy a public health emergency? So it has a lot to. Study how long it takes before we start seeing the consequences. Okay? And the consequences usually occur within 10 weeks. And I will tell you, and we'll show you every single TV with Afghanistan and Iraq. that they shouldn't be showing up. That's the kind of information that to a definition but definition
man. really answer for yourself right now is why this and who are these people are they doing okay that's the sorts okay direct effects of a of a uh, of a virus or things like that Access and it has to um, start. The rise the least a decade. For eighteen months, but when the Public health reasons then in Iraq. Okay. Now I was invited to write a commentary for the Um, that I have to say you can't do anything about the sh let's stop or mitigate the indirect consequences when they Decision director. Until the Iraqis developed a, not a very good surveillance system, we had absolutely no idea who was. This is extremely important. Change direct and indirect. The Sudan went on for a long time. Two million people who died of the two million died from
and Ethiopia-Eritrean war that went on for a fair amount of time. Because what ends up happening is a, a conflict intensity. Do you feel like but the resource base after the war is over is ten? is unrestored. If you don't have the ecosystem and things, infectious diseases rampant, not monitored. So both Iraq and Afghanistan, but Vietnam, where I was, the, the attention to the warfare. Now, uh, Vietnam was a declared war. But unconventional warfare, so, you know, these insurgencies, terrorism, events, internal conflict, asymmetrical warfare, all these other things that are happening now. Uh, the, our military focus is on, on, the, on that, okay? They had absolutely no idea. That, and as a matter of fact, both in Iraq and Afghanistan, and certainly in, in, in Vietnam, uh, the civilians made up 67 to 72% of the people who were dying. Would you ask any soldier about that? Oh, yeah. And they think they're safe. It's safer to be in uniform. That died, but nobody really. So that produces a prolonged public health emergency. And that's what kills most of the people. Okay, so just remember that point. Here. Mercy Corps. The, the Congo, which rapidly changed over in the last three months because they found. what we call organized armed violence. All right. That's about who owns what and what resources. So we're talking about um, countries cocktail party want to impress somebody okay um, how many of you guys are not married 
and you're looking for, yeah, okay, this is the kind of information that tell you that one of the things to tell him that do you know about and go home with that is that peacekeeper forces that are deployed now and there's are deployed because of situations of these resources. That's why they're there. Okay. And the countries are A lot of it had to do with um, Mali tribes were very stayed in, in Libya. And then when the war went, they moved to Mali, and that's where and you say, uh, you know, these are our resources and, and something new. But it's all about this kind of stuff, okay? Well, we never expected that anybody uh, sub Saharan Africa. Now, 2011, 308 aid workers uh, subject to a violence, 95 kidnapped, and more killed. Things, hostage taking, they prevent access, they're taxed, a whole bunch of things. So they've removed Part of the human, meaning that if you're going to be a non-governmental, okay, the issue here is that they haven't been monitors it. Yeah. Wise to aid workers killed in motor vehicle collisions, say in in these things. It depends on the it depends on the country. It really depends. A lot of them is just not, uh, but the the accident. It's mostly uh, motor vehicles. You're absolutely right about that. Okay. So the number of aid projects that are closed or suspended is doubled because of lack of security or dangers to the staff. That half the world's been. Syria in a second. Very concrete. Can't convince them any other way. You start talking. Working very much because, quite honestly, we're targeted 
for who we are, not with the resources that we have. And that was just the opposite of the scene. Yes, ma'am. violation of the Geneva Convention. Start with the consequence. Switzerland. Okay, that's for sure. You know, I've just for IRC alone, uh, about 60% of our programs are essentially administered outside the country or certainly outside the area. So remote programming. That we never did before. Right? Now, case of Syria. Um, to think of that. It's a civil it's way over our heads and it's not something we can get involved in. And I would really caution about putting in weapons. Uh, do more people get killed? Uh, that's one of the arguments for drones. But in the case of Syria right now, you need to understand that on both sides, um, as healthcare workers, uh, you would be killing the opposite side when they came into the hospital. That's what's happening. Refusing to treat them, even killing them. Now that, that is, you know, the impartiality, neutrality thing is just, is gone. Okay? Having a hospital or any place, a place, we've never seen that before. For somebody who's grown up in the humanitarian community, is that worrisome? Very, very worrisome. Okay? But that, Right now, uh, Canada, like that. Along comes 9/11, and people doors were shut. Okay, um, and uh, tallied. So those are people who. Something uh, within the borders. Is the UN displaced? Believe it or not, government even started to 
important. It makes up. There. Okay, and so a change and. That's been going late. People leave because they can't. Failing economies and human security. Oh, with three. And we're like. in the cities. Now people are living in shanty towns owned by other people. They have to pay for things like that. He knows who they are. Or ends up doing. So these are all the things that comes that. But it's unsustainable. But um, we we start by, but uh, the average density in Mumbai, and there are many. Everybody, so space fifty meters, etc., etc. That that just And so the biggest uh, corporations in these cities are weapon traders. Uh, it's corrupt. The police are corrupt. The predatory gangs. And in, in Asia, yeah, you have rapid unsustainable urbanization. But and so people, population was never. 
this is what's happening to, to all those areas. And, you know, in, in, in Shanghai, for a recession occurred, uh, within one week, 29 million young adults uh, were out of work. Now they had, but were now trained. They would take the jobs from the people that were there. For most of, they call them incidents. Uh, they can control them. There's a mid working like that, okay? One country that has not as many, but can't people go. So, um, so, you know, if, if I were giving you guys a test beforehand, and one of the first questions was, where do you find the highest mortality and morbidity? And so the first one was rural Africa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, and then check it off. Well, 10 years ago, you'd be right, but now you're wrong. Most of the infant mortality, mortality is coming from these urbanized centers. We have a lot of good data. These are in sovereign countries. I don't want anybody to come in and, and, and start taking surveys and do it, okay? But the urban slum is over a billion people with no political voice, one latrine. walk uh, and and no privacy so you know girls women do not go to the bathroom at night they're raped okay uh, no international NGOs I know wouldn't even think of going to these they're massive our NGOs aren't have, don't have that capability they can run a refugee camp and they increasing focus of conflict remind you here that I'm talking about war war is we have the lowest level of declared war but we have now, part of that is definition. We're for a century tied to war. But war is anything where there's over a thousand deaths per year. These are conflicts less than that, but if you add them all up, it is, we have a globalized war. In the 